Hello and welcome to another episode of Here's the Point with Caden Kelly, where I read books, usually nonfiction books, to help improve my health, my wealth, my wisdom, and my peace. And then I talk about it here on this podcast so that you can apply these lessons to help improve those areas of your life as well. This podcast is a supplement supplementary podcast to my main podcast, which is called Book Club with Caden Kelly, where I do the same, but I usually do it. I do the podcast last like an hour and a half, much more in-depth conversation. Uh, this podcast is designed to get straight to the point for the message I'm trying to share. Do it in 15 minutes or less for your convenience. So if you like this episode, I encourage you to go check out my main podcast, Book Club with Caden Kelly, available everywhere you listen to podcasts, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I got links in my social media bio, or you can check out my blog, has links to all of my shit there as well. Caden Kelly's blog.wordpress.com. Uh, I also do that podcast live on Mondays. So I got links to my Twitch and my YouTube and Facebook where it's streamed live. So you could participate in the conversation. Otherwise, today we're talking about Robert Greene's The 48 Laws of Power, which is a Juiced, uh, juiced Elfers production. Um, they didn't co I'm learning that there are producers to books, just like there are producers to movies. So Robert Greene wrote it, Juice Elfers produced it. Uh, and this was, this was an interesting read. It didn't really correlate or go right into the, those four points that I'm trying to improve in my life, health, wealth, wisdom, and peace. I guess, you know, it's, it's wisdom to learn how power is used, but it's not, there's the direct application is vague. So the my main episode or my main podcast was a little man, you know, it was short because the book, again, it's not written like a um, it's not written like a novel where there's a start and an end and there's like a thesis, something you're trying to prove. It's like a reference. It's like a manual. It's like a manual for power. If you want to. Uh, and I'll say this, too, in the description on the back of the book, he says the best selling this the best selling book. For those who want power, watch power, or want to arm themselves against power. Um, yeah, then some description at the end. He says, uh, these laws will fascinate any reader interested in gaining, observing, or defending against ultimate control. So um, he has the 48 laws broken down into 48 chapters. And each chapter includes an observance to the law, the transgression to the law, the uh, key, the key points to power, and then the reversal of the law. So, I didn't spend time talking about each law because it's uh, w uh, again one, it didn't correlate exactly to my purpose with this podcast, uh, and two, it uh, there's just so much content. And to be completely honest, I didn't read the whole book. I just I at the I read the each law and the summary to each law. So anyway. Let's just be transparent. I'm just being totally transparent with you. So yeah, the book the book is an awesome manual for how historical leaders used each of these laws to uh, gain power and influence over people. So I had a lot of questions as I read the book, as I read the parts that I read, and as I went through the each law. Um, so what I want to do, really, I'm I'm going to read the the forty eight laws to you. And then I want to give you some of my thoughts about 
this this concept of power and gaining power and observing power. So I'll go really quick through the uh, through the laws. Um, uh, number one: never outshine the master. Never put too much trust in friends. Conceal your intentions. Always say less than necessary. Uh, so much depends on reputation. That's number five. Court attention at all costs. Get others to do the work for you, but always take the credit. Mm-hmm. Make other people come to you. Win through your actions, never through argument. Avoid the unhappy and unlucky. Learn to keep people dependent on you. Use selective honesty and generosity to disarm your victim. When asking for help, appeal to people's self-interest. Pose as a friend, work. Whoops. Pose as a friend, work as a spy. Crush your enemy totally. Use absence to increase respect and honor. Did I read that right? Use absence to increase respect and honor. Keep others in suspended terror. <laughs> it's crazy. Do not build fortresses to protect yourself. Know who you're dealing with. Do not play, excuse me, do not commit to anyone. Play a sucker to catch a sucker. Use a, the surrender tactic. Concentrate your forces. Play the perfect courtier. Recreate yourself. Keep your hands clean. Play on people's need to believe to create a cult-like following. Enter action and boldness. See, I'm going to go back to number 27. Play on people's need to believe to create a cult-like following. All, it's like all of this is about exploiting people's human tendency, people's you know, natural behavior, the way we th- naturally think about things. All of this is, is you take it, it, people who gain power are taking advantage of people's unawareness. All right, I'm going to keep going. 28, enter action with boldness. Plan all the way to the end. Make your accomplishments seem effortless. Control the options. Play to people's fantasies. Discover each man's thumbscrew. Be royal in your own fashion. Master the art of timing. Disdain things you cannot have. Create compelling spectacles. Think think as you like, but behave like others. Stir up waters to catch fish. Despise the free lunch. Avoid stepping into a great man's shoes. Strike the shepherd and the sheep will scatter. Work on the hearts and minds of others. Disarm and infuriate with the mirror effect. Preach the need to change. Whoops. Preach the need for change, but never reform too much at once. Never appear too perfect. Uh, 48, uh, 45, rather. Preach the need for change, but never reform too much at once. Sounds like our fucking politicians. Am I wrong? 46, never appear too perfect. 47, do not go past the mark you aimed for. In victory, learn from learn when to stop. 48, assume formlessness. So, what do we what do we what do you think about these laws? Uh it, when when I bought the book, I couldn't ignore the book. It's been on my recommended page on Apple Books, Apple Audiobooks for so long. I ended up caving. I was intimidated by its length. And uh, by the description, I didn't really, it wasn't really appealing, but I caved. And my thoughts to the book are, why, does, why are we concerned, why are we concerning ourselves with gaining power? Um, there, I have a few thoughts. Okay. First, what are your intentions? Why would you want to gain power? Uh, are we, uh, all of these historical figures like Genghis Khan and he's uh, uh, philosophers like Machiavelli, Sun Tzu, 
well, they use these tactics, and I think they use them unintentionally, like not unintentionally, but un unaware. They're unaware that they're using them. It's just be, it's because they're second nature. I think powerful. My thoughts are all over the place. <laughs> powerful people are naturally influential. They naturally know these things, and uh, people who are not naturally powerful need to study these laws to gain power. Um, power, as he describes in the, he, he, he describes power as amoral in the description on the back of the book. Power is inherently neither good nor bad. It just is a result of events. People gain power, people lose power. So in the preface to the book, I made a note that says, it is far better to play the game of power than to whine and to feel guilty. Quote, you spare others the pain that comes from bungling with power, close quote. So power isn't inherently good or bad. It is, um, it's about seeing circumstances, not good or evil actions or events. So we can use, we should use power. We should understand these laws to gain power and to observe when other people are trying to exploit our human tendencies to gain power or influence for themselves. So we can be uh, aware and make better decisions. It, I like the, the the principle goes so well with just uh, the philosophy that we've talked about previously. How if we want to have control, if we want to have peace in our lives, we have to understand what's in our control and what's not in our control. We have to see events not as good or bad, but as circumstances to react to, and we have to react positively to all of them to have peace in our life. It's the same thing with power. People are exerting power over us or people are lacking power over us. And it's our responsibility to observe these events, not as good or bad events, for, uh, but as just the circumstances. And we have to react appropriately to gain more power or influence. It's important to gain power and influence over an adversary, over someone who is, in, who is trying to harm you or your family. But power is also useful. This is my philosophy. Power is also useful if you're trying to uh, improve the lives of others. Maybe you don't have a direct enemy, but you you have you want to gain influence so you can spread your ideas or or spread a a, a new philosophy or a new religion or whatever that with your intention to help other people. But no one's gonna listen to you if you don't know how to get in front of people. If you don't know how to get people to listen to you, so the book, like I said, it's a manual for how to understand power to gain power, so that you can do these things. And if you have evil intentions, you're going to go fucking figure out how to be an evil dictator anyway. I don't think Robert Greene did anything evil by writing the laws of power. He's, a, he's explaining how other people have used these laws to gain power for themselves. And it's important for you to be aware, to be an aware individual, so you can see how other people are exerting power over you and how you can use power to influence others as well. I, I, I made references from this book to, I think it was Robert Cialdani who wrote the book Influence. And that whole book is about how to influence other people to see your perspective or to agree with you or to believe in the things that you're teaching or whatever. So uh, it's not inherently, power is amoral, not immoral. It is amoral. It is naturally, or it is, it is neither good nor bad. Power it just is what it is. People have power, people don't have power. Um, I say and the, from the premise or from the preface, a simple premise to this book. 
Certain actions almost always increase one's power while other actions decrease it and even ruin us. So if you, if you want to take control of your life, well, if you want to be a happier person, you have to be aware. And to be aware is to observe. And to observe requires discipline and patience. And then you have to make appropriate actions based off the information you learn, that you gain. So I'm not, I, like I said, I, didn't go, I don't go through all the laws. There's 48 of them. It'll take forever. And he does an excellent job of, of contrasting real-life stories to each law. Uh, and then w- how people followed them well and how people disregarded them poorly. Um, let's see. Uh, any other takeaways? Yeah, part of understanding these power laws enables you to be aware of how other people may be using you to gain power from themselves, like politicians, peers, and business partners. Be aware. Be vig- vigilant. Sweet. That's it. So... Go read the book. You know, my podcast wasn't super informative on each law. I read the laws. You could spend time thinking about them yourself or you can read the book and find real life stories and application and then use it as a reference. Use these laws, the book, that's kind of what it's designed for, as a reference guide, as a menu, manual so you can uh, you can learn specific areas where you're lacking in discipline or power or influence, sharpen them and then gain control over your adversary or to be more influential. There's nothing wrong with that. We're, you know, we're all people and we all want to, we all have ideas. I'm, I have ideas I want to share all the time. That's why I do this podcast, right? But it takes influence to get people to listen to you and whatever. So anyway, if you like, if you want to listen to other episodes and more with more content, check out my blog, kadenkellysblog.wordpress.com. It's in the link in my Instagram. Um, you can find links to the longer podcast, to other shorter podcasts, whatever. So, and you can, I also write in the blog once a week. I post, you know, I post some, I just, I, for my brother, Cannon, who's on a mission, trying to inspire him. I share it in the blog. So anyway, thanks for tuning in. We'll be in touch next week.